0: because I want you to have a profitable private practice. My new book, Profit First for Therapists, is available at most online retailers. You can get it in paperback, audiobook, or ebook as well. Go check it out. Hi there, and welcome to Therapy for Your Money. Today we're taking a little detour from our typical content, and I wanna talk about 529 plans. If you have children, the 529 plan can be a really great way to save funds ahead of time uh, for when they go to college. So I personally have three kids. I've talked about them, I think quite often on the podcast, and all of them are school-aged now. Uh, So over the summer, my oldest became a teenager. He turned 13. So I've got to say, I've had college on the mind recently not because it's coming up right away he's still in middle school but i just realized those 13 years they went really really fast and so i know that college is just around the corner for us and i would like to be as ready as i possibly can so let's talk about some of the benefits of a 529 plan First and foremost, for 30 states, you can actually get an income tax break when you contribute to the 529. So you get a deduction when you put money in. So again, that's not every single state, but many states do offer this benefit. And there is no tax benefit when you contribute at the federal level. But here's the big benefit. The funds are going to grow tax free, which is a huge, huge advantage. And then when you take the funds out at a later time to pay for educational expenses, you're not going to have to pay taxes on it either. So, in a way, it's a It's similar to a Roth IRA in the sense that you're not getting a deduction up front, but you're putting money in, it's growing tax-free, and then you don't have a tax to pay when you take the money out as long as you're using it for educational expenses, right? So if you were to take the money out for something else, then there may be penalties and tax to pay at that point. But if you're using the money for education, and that would be uh, tuition, books, all the typical expenses that you expect to go with college. So tax break is definitely one of the big advantages. Next, you also have the advantage that you as the parent can retain control of the funds. And so I do have 529 plans uh, set up for my children. I am actually the owner of them and then they are for the benefit of each each child. So I have three set up. They're all owned by me and they're for the benefit of each of my three children. They are set up that way because the children are minors. And so you as the parents want to be able to retain uh, ownership and have some say into how that money gets used. So it's not like uh, a child can turn 18 and decide, you know what, I'm going to take all this money out and just go buy a car. They're not able to do that because you still are technically the owner. But grandparents can contribute to this, uh, aunts and uncles, right? So anyone who wants to... um, help your child out for future college is able to contribute money. And that's a really neat thing because I know for, for my kids, they get a lot of stuff that sometimes they don't need. Um, so I love it when they get money for their birthdays or holidays, like we just tend to tuck a little bit of money in there into that 529, uh, because it's going to be so useful for them to have a nice nest egg for college when the time comes. Another one of the advantages is because I am the owner of the 529 plans. If my children change their plans, like for example, if one of them uh, decides to go to a technical school that's a lot less expensive, I still retain ownership of the funds, so I can decide to then contribute some of those funds to one of my other children that maybe is going to grad school, right? I have the flexibility to decide how the money is going to be, to be spent. Now I probably would have to really have a good conversation with the kids before, before doing something like that, right? But you, you get a sense of if someone got a scholarship, for example, um, you could then use the funds for them to go to grad school. You could also just leave it in there and then later, Um, transfer some of those funds to your grandchildren in many many years uh, if that was applicable so there is a lot of flexibility as far as how you use the money and when you use the money as well which is really nice another benefit is that for uh, grandparents or even parents who have a lot of disposable income you're able to use a 529 to reduce your taxable estate And so currently, I'm recording this in 2023, um, the estate tax limits are pretty high, right? So if at the time of your death, you have an estate that's under uh, $12,920,000, there's not going to be an estate tax. So honestly, for most of us common mortals, like this is not something that's going to necessarily apply. But you may have a wealthy relative who is looking to uh, gift some funds so that they're um, they're able to reduce their taxable estate. So one of the things that you can do in a 529 is you're able to to front load uh, contributions. So because in 2023, the maximum gift you can give to someone without having to file a gift tax return is 17,000, right? So $17,000 you can give to someone without having to file a gift tax return. That means you can front load five years and contribute $85,000 to a 529 plan on someone's behalf. So, if there's a, a wealthy grandparent that says, like, oh, I'm not gonna need all this money, they can put in one fell swoop $85,000 into that 529 plan. And that reduces their taxable estate. It does not require them to file a gift tax return. And it's a huge benefit to the child. There is a requirement, though, to file Form uh, 709 with your tax return when you are doing this. So just a little bit of paperwork, but huge, huge advantage um, that is good for both the you know the future college student and the uh, what I'm assuming is like a wealthy grandparent. And last but not least, ever since the Secure 2.0 Act of 2022. There's also an additional benefit that you're able to roll 529 funds over to a Roth IRA without penalties or taxes. So that is really neat. it may at some point go away. I don't know that this is um, necessarily something to count on if you're if your children are little that it will stay around forever, but right now you can take up to $35,000 that's in a 529 if you end up not needing it for college education and you can roll that over into a uh into a Roth IRA. So that is pretty neat as well. So before we go today, I do want to mention, you know, sometimes when you have small kids, you're in that phase of your life where um, you're a business owner, you have children, like there's just a lot of demands on you personally and on your time uh, and on your money certainly, right? Raising kids is really expensive. Um, And so this is absolutely a no judgment zone. If if you have not contributed to a 529 plan for your kids, not a big deal. But this is one area of life where I am also a fan of Something is better than nothing. And so when my kids were really little, I was contributing the very minimum that I possibly could to those plans, uh, which, based on the plans that they have, was $50 per month. Uh, so if I had a recurring contribution, that was the minimum that I could do. Uh, so between three, three kids, $150 a month, there are some months where that was a stretch, but I just am really a firm believer that. Um, I wanted my kids to have something to go to school with. I'm a believer in higher education, as I'm sure probably are you since you're very highly educated. And so I just always have made that a priority. But it was years and years and years before I increased that dollar amount. Uh, and so honestly, $50 a month is not going to pay for their, their college tuition. Uh, as of the last time I checked, we're estimating even for a state school that each kid is going to cost about $125,000 just for a four-year degree. So $50 a month over you know, 18 years will not cover that, but something is always better than nothing. I'd rather... Um, you know, have your children go to school with twenty thousand dollars in their college fund than zero, right? Something is always going to be better than nothing. So, if you have kids and you have a little bit of disposable uh, income at your um, at your fingertips, or if you have parents who like to give generous uh, cash gifts, right? Something like that. Uh, it is never too early. As soon as your child has a social security number, you're able to set up a 529 for them. And that is a huge, huge gift uh, for them in the future. All right. That's all for today. Take care, everyone. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on Ratings and Reviews, and give us a quick shout-out. We really appreciate it. The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.